Thank you for joining us today. We hope that you receive a blessing from this program. Please join us in person this Sunday for Bible study at 930 or our worship service at 1035. We promise that you will receive a warm welcome. For more information or to watch our services live, please visit our website, gpindy.net. Let's join our service already in progress.
My shame and my guilt, oh my sins, they are forgiven, and now there's no more chains or fear, oh because my past is participate with us today. Uh, I was thinking about uh, uh, the other day, uh, I was looking and I saw a picture of my mom and uh, I always thank the Lord for my mom and I saw her uh, but that wasn't really her was it? It was just a picture of her. It made me to remember her and about some things about mom. And likewise, we come to the Lord's Supper. Uh, it's a 
picture of who Christ is and what he has done for us. Just like when you remember something, you think of something. What do you think of when you think of the tree of life? You think of Adam and Eve, right, in the garden. What do you think of when you think of a rainbow? Come on, you can speak up a little bit, amen. So just everybody, just lift your hand one time. I just want to see you a little Pentecostal one time, amen. Amen. You think of Noah. When you think of the blood on the doorpost, you think of the deaf angel in Egypt and the deliverance of Israel there. And then what do you think of when you think of the Lord's Supper? You think of Christ shedding his blood, his body on the cross. Uh, you think of Calvary, don't you? And so that's what God wants us to remember this morning. I, I said three little simple things. First of all, do we remember our beginning and our life as believers? Do you remember that? When we didn't know Christ, when we were outside of faith, without any kind of hope, without God, we were dead. We had no spiritual life. The things of God were foolishness unto us. Do you remember those times? Do you remember when the Holy Spirit began to work on you? He began to draw you, prick your heart, <laughs> begin to give you a desire for God, and then one day you were saved by putting your faith in the gospel alone to save you? Do you remember when we first took the Lord's Supper? I remember the first time. I was so excited. Back in those days, we reverenced it. We respected it. We thought it was the privilege <laughs> that we could do. You remember your first communion? And then when some who used to sit with us are now in heaven, if we had a roll call this morning, it would last a pretty good while. We've lost over the years some wonderful, wonderful people. And they used to sit with us. And they used to be right there with us. But now they're in heaven. They've fulfilled and ran their race. But one day we'll see them again, won't we? We know that. And then also, when some used to sit with us, but now they're back in the world. And you always have some of those casualties, and it's disappointing when it happens. But even Paul had that problem, didn't he? Apostle Paul said Demas had forsaken him for the cares of this world. And sometimes it happens. We hope some of those people one day will get right and come back into the fold. Amen? And then also, we remember when now those who are sitting with us today, I don't know if you realize it or not, that individual person sitting next to you today who's been saved, they are monuments, they are trophies of God's grace. You know, and so when you think of these things, uh, you have good memories. But these memories are only secondary to remembering Jesus Christ. He's the one that our focus is to be on. And then secondly, we remember the elements, the bread and the grape juice. And these elements, they're pictures. They symbolize. They represent Christ's broken body and his shed blood. When we partake of this, this is not a sacrament, but this is a memorial. It's not trying to merit anything. It's a picture of what Christ has done for us in one act of his wonderful grace. 
That's what it is picturing. The body, bread, that represents his body. God one day became flesh. God is spirit. And the only way to die was to become a body. <laughs> and he had a prepared body that was sinless. And he, in that body, died for our sins. Now, as we read our Bible, we know his death was prophesied. Genesis 3, 15, Psalm 22, Isaiah 53. Uh, his death was not an accident. Uh, it was purposed. It was planned before the foundation of this world. It was prophesied. It also was violent. He had to go through his trials, his beatings, the crucifixion with the nails and the spear in his side. But also it was voluntarily, voluntary. You know, uh, he said, no man can take his life. He said, but I lay it down. One day he said, it is finished. And he gave up the ghost when he decided it was time. Also, his death, it was absolutely necessary. There's no other way of salvation outside of the finished work of Christ. God hath made him to be sin for us who knew no sin, that we might be made the righteousness of God in him. His death, it was lonely. Where was everyone? All those people he touched and the multitudes who came and he fed and so on. Even the Father had forsaken him on the cross for those three hours. His death, it was sacrificial. God became our substitute. God in our place. That old hymn that says, How can it be that thou, my God, shouldst die for me? <laughs> I can't comprehend it, but I'm grateful. And then there's the bread, there's the grape juice here. And it represents the blood. From that very first sacrifice, God shed animals' bloods for Adam till that last sacrifice for the last Adam, the second Adam. <laughs> and he shed it once and for all, never to be repeated. It shows salvation is void, absent of any works on man's part. And through faith in his blood, we're justified, redeemed, we're cleansed, we're delivered from the wrath, and we will see it in heaven. Because Christ, when he rose from the dead, took his blood and sprinkled it on the heavenly mercy seat. And it lasts. And in Revelation 5, it says it's there in heaven. And then the last thing is, we remember when we observe this, it's our testimony. It's our testimony. It's our testimony of our faith. We openly, publicly, unashamedly, we testify. We have believed in the death, burial, resurrection of Christ as being sufficient to wash away all our sins. And we stand for that. It's a testimony of our love. You know, God uh, commanded his love toward us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. We love him because he first loved us. And the, the least that we can do is to identify with him today. And then also, it's a testimony of our obedience. Obedience in the fact that he said, do this in remembrance of me. Do this. And that's what we're doing. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing, we're being obedient to what God said. And then also, it's a testimony of our hope. He says, we are to do this until he comes. One day, we will go up into heavens and be with him. 
we will go up in that rapture, meet him in the air. Our faith will turn into sight. We will see Jesus Christ face to face. What will that be? Oh, my goodness. Titus 2.13 says this here. Looking for that blessed hope and the glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior, Jesus Christ. He's coming again. So I would ask you, are you ready? When we partake of the bread that represents his body and the grape juice that represents his shed blood, uh, just think this through. Think what it all means and meditate upon that. Stan?
from their paradise. God passed through Eden's garden gates alone. His compassion rolled the pages, unfolding through the ages of a love that remains the greatest ever known. God so loved that He gave His only Son to suffer agony on the
That'll make a Presbyterian shout. Amen. <laughs> Lord, help us. Uh, thinking about my Bible, I need my Bible today. <laughs> Amen. I'm glad he loved us, aren't you? If you've never tasted that love, you need to do that today. He's calling out to you for sure. We take our little cup here now and uh, just remove the top and just the bread, just the bread. Don't do the juice. Don't unloose it. <laughs> okay. And the Bible talks about this, and why don't we pray about the bread that represents the body of Christ first. Lord, we just come to you. We thank you that uh, on an old rugged cross, there you gave your very life for us. You put your body through all the beatings and the trials and the suffering because you loved us. And on that cross, there you died for our sins. We'll be eternally grateful, and just may we remember this as we think about you. In Jesus' name, amen. The Bible says this here, For I have received of the Lord that which I also delivered unto you, that the Lord Jesus, the same night in which he was betrayed, and that's an amazing statement, Paul wasn't there, but by personal revelation, God revealed to him. And he goes on to state, betrayed, took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and said, Take, eat, this is my body, which is broken for you. This do in remembrance of me. It's your blood. That cleanse my heart. It's your blood that makes me whole. It's your blood that changed my life. Jesus, you paid the price for me. Sing it again. Well, it's your.
Calvary, the blood that gives me strength from day to day, it will never lose its power, it reaches to the highest mountain, and it flows to the Gives me strength from day to day. It will never lose its power. Sing it with us now. of peace when fears are still 
when striving cease. My comforter, my all in all, here in the love of Christ I stand.
We'll be taking the grape juice that represents the blood of Christ that he shed on Calvary's cross. And Pastor Stan, if you would please lead us in prayer and ask the Lord to bless this, that it represents that precious blood. Dear Lord, we just thank you for the blood that was shed on the cross. Lord, uh, without that, none of us here would have any hope of salvation. We thank you that the blood of Christ, God's Son, <laughs> cleanses from all sin. And we just pray that you would just uh, help us as we partake of this now, that it would help us to remember what you did for us on the cross. In Jesus' name, amen. And let's just keep our heads bowed just for a second. And I'd like for you just to contemplate right now your relationship with him. Now think about what he did for you. His body, his shed blood, all for you. Now is your all for him? Why don't you just take a moment right there in the quietness of your heart and thank God for his death, burial, and resurrection for you. But also, just right there, just commit your life to him. Just say, God, here I am. I'm yours. up here at this time. The Bible says this here. You can undo the top of your grape juice there. He says, after the same manner also, he took the cup when he had supped, saying, this cup is the New Testament in my blood. This do ye as often as ye drink it in remembrance of me. Everybody said? And then he says those famous words that we love so much. For as often as you eat this bread and drink this cup, you do show the Lord's death till he come. He's coming again. You know, some people say, why do you go to such a service where you have a lot of music, where you worship and you praise God and everything? It's because he's God, and he deserves that. And this last song, that's what the choir sings. both my hands and I 
so but boy we're so grateful we're grateful for what you've done for us but even more than that that we can have a relationship with you the only true God there is the God of Abraham of Isaac of Jacob of the prophets of the disciples of the apostles and our apostle Paul the God of the Bible you're our God and we praise your name bless the people now as they leave in Jesus name Amen. We hope you received a blessing from today's broadcast. We would love to have you visit with us in person. For more information, please visit our website at gpnd.net or contact us by phone at 317-535-3512. You can watch us live and view past services on our website, Facebook, or YouTube channel. Until next broadcast, may God richly bless you as our prayer.